Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun week ending hit of sport for Friday, October 20. Today, the WBBL back with a bang. Des Hasler taking Manly to court. We have a new WNBA champion, and what really went down in the Jack Ginnivan trade to the Hawks. But first. Travis Head has arrived in India, bags packed, hands strapped, preparing to play barely a month after breaking his hand. He won't be in the 11 against Pakistan tonight at the World Cup, but is expected to return against the Dutch on Wednesday night. Who is dropped for Travis Head is a question selectors haven't answered. David Warner expects Mitch Marsh to bat at number three. It's funny because with Mitch, we rotate quite a lot. With Hetty, we just stand there and deliver because that's what we do. Like it's We, we try and change the momentum, so having Mitch at three... That's your different dynamic in the actual setup of your of your game plan, right? So then it's Marcus Stoinis if they don't need another all-rounder who could make way, or Manus Labuschain, who was one of the last players added to the squad. Warner has also given his thoughts on who could replace him in the test side once he retires after the Sydney test against Pakistan. Cameron Bancroft has a century and 91 batting for WA to start this Shield season and was the comp's leading run scorer last summer. While Matt Renshaw doesn't open the batting for Queensland, he is scoring runs for fun right now. And there it is. Two tons in one week for Matt Renshaw against Victoria. I've always, you know, spoken highly of Matt Renshaw. He he came in, he, he played really, really well, scored 100 early doors, went back and worked on his game, um, worked on his footwork. Initially, his front foot was going across himself uh, and was sort of blocking himself off at the international level, which is something you can't do, similar to what Cameron Bancroft was doing as well early doors. And it looks like, you know, they're, they're playing really good cricket. Can Smith hit a boundary off Capsi to win the game for the Sixers? It's a swing and a miss, or is it a wide? A final ball thriller in the WBBL season opener last night, although that final delivery was so wide I could have caught it in my home studio in Brisbane. Sixers tail ender Lindsay Smith flashed at the ball, which I think put the umpire off. She needed a boundary on that final delivery. Earlier, it was the Meg Lanning show in North Sydney. Opening for Melbourne Stars, she smacked eight fours and a six to top score with 55. It's her first WBBL game in almost two years. After taking last summer off for personal reasons, the speculation about her return to the the Aussie squad for December's tour of India will only grow after that knock. We are here today to apologise for a significant mistake made by the many uh, Seagulls Football Club. Uh, as you are aware, uh, the club yesterday launched uh, a jersey for women in league round. Uh, the change to our traditional jersey was the application of rainbow colours uh, to replace uh, all the white spaces. A year ago, Des Hasler fronted the media to apologise for Manly's decision to wear a rainbow pride jersey. Seven of the Sea Eagles' top-line players boycotted that Roosters match in round 20 of that season. Manly went from finals contender, sinking to 11th, and Hasler, a two-time premiership winner, was sacked. Now, Des believes he was the scapegoat of the pride jersey scandal, as it wasn't his idea to change colours. It was club chairman Scott Penn. So he's taking them to court, seeking a seven-figure payout. The Australian's rugby league journalist Brent Reid told Triple M the exact details of Hadler's contract have been released. What's interesting is it actually unveiled Dez's, lifted the curtain on Dez's contract that he had with Manly before he was sacked. And, you know, we look at the average NRL coach, generally, or the good NRL coach, they're generally on over a million dollars a year. Dez was only on about $720,000 a year at Manly. All right, let's get a whip of what else is making news this morning. 
Jack Ginnivan's manager has hit back at Collingwood for claiming the Premiership small forward wasn't pushed out the door. The 20-year-old's move to the Hawks rocked the final day of the AFL's trade period. John Meeson telling SEN how that went down. You know, his name is kind of getting thrown out there. So, you know, from that year, you start to um, unwind a little bit on, OK, well, where does he sit? What does it look like? And, and can you give us any assurance? And, um, yeah, there wasn't uh, there wasn't a whole heap of um, fighting to, um, to want to keep Jack at the footy club. The Constellation Cup is still alive after New Zealand stunned the Diamonds with a 56-53 win last night. And there it is in their 550th test match, the New Zealand Silver Ferns. They will have nightmares about the Silver Ferns goalkeeper, Kelly Jury, who was the standout MVP. In fact, the Diamonds could use someone like Kayla George in Game 4. The Opal star becoming the 11th Aussie to win a WNBA title as the Las Vegas Aces beat the New York Liberty. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport. Hit subscribe so you don't miss the F each morning. Catch you next week on The Scorecard. Listener.